Hey guys, what's up? It's Isis, and this is the second episode of Daughter of a King. I'm so excited to introduce Claire. Hey! Oh my gosh, I'm excited. I'm so excited. Um, how you been? I've been good. How's you been? Amazing. I've been really good. I've been excited about this episode. Me too. Like something about this episode when we were talking about the topic, just like who it got me. I was like, I'm gonna prepare. Yes. I'm gonna do this and that, and I'm yes. just excited. It's gonna be good. Me too. I can't wait. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but in the beginning of this, I said, "Hey guys," instead of "Hey girl." Yes. Um, there's a little something different about this on the podcast that I'm going to actually be starting to have guys on here instead Ooh. of just girls. Because in my, like in the beginning when I was planning this, I was just going to have just girls. But now it's going to be with guys like my brother or my dad or friends and this and that. I'm going to have guys on here now. So That's I can't wait. Awesome. It's going to be amazing. We can actually involve more guys to actually listen to the podcast so they can be involved as well. So I can't wait for that. Um, do you want to share? Well, everyone already knows, but do you want to share more in detail about what we're going to be talking about? Yeah, of today? course. So today we're going to be talking about having the mind of Christ and um, how your mind is stronger than you think and more powerful than you think. Um, I think we always believe the lie that our minds are incontrollable when we really have control over the thoughts that come in and um, God also has control of that. So. That's amazing. I'm excited. I like, I was like looking over, like I was searching on Google. I was like, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to actually like prepare for this because this is a really good topic and everybody can relate to this. Not just girls, not just guys. Yes, everybody sure. can relate to this. Even adults that are older than us can relate to this so much. Most definitely. So I have a uh, lots of questions for you today. So I'm excited. All right. So let's start with the first question. What does it mean to have the mind of Christ to you? Well, having the mind of Christ means that it's affecting every move that we make. It's affecting our attitudes and every thought that we have. That's amazing. That's actually really good. <laughs> that's a really, that's a really good to to do that for me. I was I was searching up as well. I was like trying to look more in deep of what it really means. Yeah. And it was, and then it was like it was in Google too. I found it. It said that it's basically demonstrating how Jesus would do things instead of how we would do things. Mm -hmm. So when I read that, I was like. Wow, that's amazing because a lot of people, they they don't really follow what Jesus does. They do what they want to do because in their mind, they have their thoughts and their, you know, their personality traits that they want to yeah. do and how they want to act mm -hmm. instead of actually following what the Bible says to follow what Jesus did. Basically, I was thinking of this because I, I think every time I think of like someone asking me like, um, what's something that Jesus do? I, like, uh, not that, sorry. When <laughs> yeah. someone would, would be like, um have you done this? Have you done that? I was like, no, I don't like, I don't want to do that. Like, it's just something that I don't do. Yeah. But when someone asks me, how do I do this? How do I do that? <laughs> when I think of this, I think of what would Jesus do? Because yes, it's something that I a lot of, yeah. <laughs> I basically, like, I literally, like, I just, I thought of that. I was like, what would Jesus do in this moment? Yeah. And like, I just kept thinking about that. Like, I kept that in my head all the time. And that was just something that stuck in my head a lot yeah so. I think it's funny too how we wear those bracelets but a lot of the times we don't really think about yeah. the meaning of them yeah. but they really do have a deep meaning and I never knew that I bought the bracelet just like <laughs> <"Me too." laughs> and then all of a sudden I'm in here like searching up all this stuff like looking into how our minds think and when you yeah. said that I'm like it really does have a deeper meaning than yeah. we actually know and so yeah yeah, a lot of people, yeah, like, I bought that bracelet. I was like, 
I was like thinking about it when I was buying it. I was like, what does what would Jesus do me? Like I just kept thinking about that. Like I I thought of it for like a couple minutes, but then I just got over with it because my mind had other plans <laughs> yes. and didn't want to focus on that. So that, that's a really good. And sometimes that's really it's good. so complex, and yeah. like you feel like it's so overwhelming yeah. whenever you look at like the Bible. And sometimes when the Bibles are so thick, you're like, where do I even start? No, oh but that's what's nice about the Bible me. app is you can look up like keywords, and then it will. It will, yeah. like, show you and lead yeah. you to where to totally. go. Totally. That's not an ad, by the way. No. <laughs> That's not an ad. They're just telling you what would help you. Like, oh, yes. Lord. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. I struggle a lot with, like, trying to figure out where to start in the Bible because I really want to get deeper with the Bible. I want to I wanna know what was going through Jesus, Jesus' mind as well Definitely. to figure out what was going through the Bible so I can understand it more. Like, for me... Personally, I don't know if other people can relate to this. I suck at understanding things, especially when it's in a long paragraph with a bunch of yes, words. It's definitely. horrible. Like, I have to read word by word just yeah. so I can understand what it really means or else I'm not going to focus on it. All right. So question number two is how do I keep my mind on Jesus? I love this question. This question is so good. Um, well, to keep our minds on Jesus, we really have to start intentionally pursuing him. Um, if we don't know... When we pursue him, we learn who Jesus is. And so um, that's something that's super important to really start to help keep your mind on Jesus. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. When I was doing some research, I did research on all these questions yes. just to see what what, it, what they really mean. And I saw this on, on Google when I was searching this up. And it said, for me, it basically means the basics. Things that everyone's going to say in your life that you're always going to hear when someone asks you, how do I keep Jesus on my mind? Right. And it's the reading your Bible every day, having mm-hmm. some time with Jesus. You know, those are all the same things that everyone's going to say. And those are perfectly correct. Do that if you really want to keep him on your mind. But one, one thing that one thing that gets me a lot is that if you really want to keep Jesus on your mind, leave all the worries to the side and all the stress and the anxiety yes. to the side because all that, is mostly in your mind and probably like 10, 5% Jesus in your mind. Yeah. But mostly everything else is like 50. Like, you know, everything else is on your mind besides Jesus. At the end of the day, oh, it's Jesus and all that, but why couldn't there be the whole day instead of just that end of the day? Most definitely. And I think that goes back to um, we do have control over our thoughts. And so whenever these thoughts of worry and anxiety and all of these things that start coming into our head, that's when we need to put a stop to it and say, no, you are not allowed in my head. And then um, give it to God because you have control over your thoughts and then you need to hand it to God for yeah. him to you know, help you with it. I mean, he's there for us for everything. Yeah. And so I think it's just super important to remember that you do have control over your thoughts and um, what you're thinking and what's coming inside your head and what you're letting um, determine your day and your attitude. Yeah, that's so good. Um, Pastor Ryan on Sunday, he was yes. talking about leaving your worries aside. Uh-huh. He was talking about being worried. And and that, that preaching has been kept in my mind mm-hmm. for this whole week because my mom, she, today, it was actually today on the couch this morning, she was worried about something. I totally forgot what it was. I blanked down this, but I was like, Mom, don't be worried. <laughs> like, it was like, Pastor Ryan was in my head. He was like, yeah, Pastor Ryan, he was in my head. He was like, don't be worried about the little things that don't even happen. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so true. So I had to tell my mom that. Yes. I had totally forgot what she was worrying about, but it was, I was like, don't be worried. It hasn't even happened yet. Yes. So I don't even know, but it was, it was totally, it was funny. Yeah. So. I think it was Sadie Robertson that said this, but she said, when God repeats himself, you better listen. Oh, and yeah. Like, the past few <laughs> weeks, 
happened to me. And it's insane how um, he'll just continue to put the things um, that need to go or need to happen. He'll continually put them in your mind and have them show up in your life. Yeah, that's so good. Um, all right, so the third question is, how can I be transformed by the renewing of my mind? Ooh, this question's so good. Um, so the definition of renew literally means to resume after an interruption or to start over. Um, so the interruption is sin. So we need to stop these thoughts and hand them over to Jesus like we were just talking about. Um, the idea that you're powerless over your thoughts is a complete lie. Um, and one verse that I really, really love is in Romans 12, 2 in the message version. It says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. I love that last part. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. So whenever you feel like something isn't right or whenever something's in your mind that you just can't get over it and it's really causing you to really have this tunnel vision where you can't see outside of it, you have blinders on, you just see that part. Um, it's time to start saying, in the name of Jesus, this is not, you know, it's this is done with and um, really start asking Jesus to help you see in a clearer um, stance, if that makes sense, get a new perspective. Um, and then also, this is something that when it's renewing of your mind um, to start over. So one way that we can do this is by feeding it with the truth. And the truth is Jesus. The truth is the Bible. And I know it can be so hard to read your Bible every single day, but it's really, that's where discipline comes in. And discipline is not fun all the time. And reading your Bible every single day um, is not always going to necessarily be fun or something that you want to do. But you'll realize that once you start, really start reading it, then it starts becoming a part of your routine and becoming something that really starts filling you up and you realize, wow, this, whenever I read my Bible in the morning, I realize a complete difference in my day than whenever I go on social media first thing in the morning. Um, I realize that when I read my Bible the whole day and, or read my Bible the rest of the day, um, I'm thinking about him and my mind's, my thoughts are full of him and um, I, always try and go back to what I read in the morning if I'm in a frustrating situation. If I'm going through something difficult, then I always try and look back on what did I read this morning and um, what would Jesus do? <laughs> yeah. um, and so, but if I go on social media in the morning, I realize that the rest of the day, I'm a lot more agitated. I'm a lot more like um, annoyed at people. <laughs> like they'll come up to me for something that isn't even um, major and I just get annoyed so easily at them and then I have to take a step back and be like why is this happening and then I realize well it's because I didn't have my Jesus time so yeah um, when you really start doing that you really start seeing the difference in your day and um, I just think that's something that's so important and motivation is going to wear off to read your Bible you may be motivated at first um, I think we all can connect with that like 
Um, you're like, let's do this. I'm so excited. And then it's like the third day and you're done with it. Yeah. And totally. so that's where discipline needs to come in. And no one is perfect. No one is perfect at this whatsoever. Nope. <laughs> but it's that discipline that really does pay off. Yeah, that's good. I was doing some research on the words, um, the word confession and repent. Because when I, when I looked up this question right here, it said the words repent and confess. Mm-hmm. And I had to look up what those words mean. I already knew what they meant, but right. I needed to figure out the true definition. And, yes. and the words that were stuck out, stood out, sorry, stood out to the word repent was regret. Yeah. And for wow. the word confess was admit. And, and I, think, I think something that stood out to me with those two words was that if we wanted to transform our mind, we would have to regret all the things that we did. And we would have to admit all of the sins that we did if we really want to transform our mind. Yes. Yeah, you can just say, oh, yeah, I did this. Like, if you lied to somebody, yeah, yeah, sorry, I lied. Mm-hmm. But if you want to have a transformed mind with Jesus, you have to actually regret what you did in the past mm-hmm. that doesn't involve Jesus. And you have to admit that you did sin in the past when yes. you didn't know who Jesus was. Mm-hmm. And th- that was something that stuck out to me because we all do sins every day. You can't, no one's ever going to say, oh, I never do a sin in my day. <laughs> Unless it's those crazy weird people that like just say that all the time. But mm-hmm. it's, everyone does a sin. Some people don't even see it, but you do a sin every day. And yeah. it like, doesn't matter if you're a pastor or you're a really good Christian everyone does sins and that's not gonna change like we're gonna Mm -hmm. do it we're not perfect what you said we're not perfect nothing but we can always regret and admit our sins and what we do and in our daily basis because every day you're gonna do a sin every night we can or even if after we do a sin if you catch yourself doing a sin you can admit that you did a sin you can regret it and you know ask god to forgive you because he's gonna forgive you that's Mm -hmm. what he does so that that was really good though so that's good um so question number four i believe how can i have a mind of christ okay so you can have a mind of christ when you start really thinking like jesus and when you let god direct you where to go um i think that also when we have a mind of christ we are not just thinking about ourselves but we're thinking about others as well um and i just think it's something that is super important when we have a mind of Christ is we have um, the mind of not self-improvement, but um, because yourself will always fail you. You will, it may work for a little bit, but you will always fail yourself. Is being aware of what God is doing in your life. Yeah, that's so good. And something that I, that I was reading as well um, for question number four is how can I have a mind of Christ was that it said something on there. It said, if you want to adopt the mind of Christ, read the word. And it says that it requires confession, repentance, and meditation of God's word. And the confession and repentance brought me back to question number three, yes. which had those two words, repent and confess. And those words mean admit and regret. So when I, when I was thinking of that, I was like, okay, what, is, what does this mean more in depth? And it basically, for me... Even for other people as well, it can mean this. It means that you have to repent all your sins and admit all your sins and mm-hmm. also meditate on God's word while you're doing that. Because yes. when you when you really know what the word of the Bible says, it gives you a different perspective of really what God is saying to you and what he yes. really wants you to do. Mm-hmm. Because when you admit and repent of all your sins, 
you're free. You have the freedom to to actually read and understand the word more than what you did before when you were doing all these things before. Mm-hmm. So that that is what really got me a lot. So that was really good. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Um, all right, so question number five is why do we need to renew our minds? Well, we need to renew our minds because when we renew our minds, it opens our eyes to allow us to see who God is and what he does and um, what he has done in our lives. And I think that's also important to remember when you're going through difficult situations or when your mind just feels like it's clouded and you can't really see clearly, it's important to remember what God has done in your life already. And a lot of times that can be so hard whenever you are in the midst of a struggle or um, you just feel like that mountain's so big to climb, but when we go back and we realize, look what God has done, He has done the impossible in our lives and really start to try and see that, then I believe that can really, really help us um, to realize why it's so important to renew our minds so that we can see God more clearly and see who He is. Yeah, that's so good. Um, I was, when I was researching this question as well, um, it, it made me think that if we renew our minds and we think of things more with what Jesus would do or more more of the word of God and we renew our minds with Jesus instead of other things, we can see so many more miracles that he does and so many more of the wonders that he does to this world yes. instead of all the negative that this world already has because yes. this world is getting worse and worse mm-hmm. day by day. So if we, if we really renew our minds to Jesus and renew our lives to Jesus, we can see so many wonders and so many miracles that he does instead of the negative. Yes. That is so good. I love that. Yeah, that's something that that got me really well when I was thinking of that. Yeah, So, question number six. How do you stop the spiral of negative thoughts? So, whenever you think of the spiral of negative thoughts, it all starts off with that emotion or comment that somebody had said to you or... Um, an emotion that you are feeling in the moment, and then it goes to the thought. And so before you let it get to that thought, wherever, when you start overworking yourself and um, it just, you start overcomplicating the situation, before that even goes that far, you have to remember that you have a choice, and that is having the mind of Christ. And so before you even let your thoughts spiral out of control, you need to stop it and remember that you have the mind of Christ and that this is not where you have to go. This is not um, where you need to be um, and that you have a hope and that is Jesus. And also, once again, you have control of your thoughts and you have um, your mind is so powerful. Um, and so it's so important that we stop that spiral of negative thoughts because it can go so deep and it can result in serious consequences if we really don't. Um, take action immediately yeah that's amazing that that was something this question really got me because um, it affected me a lot when I was thinking of negative things especially when talking about the other episode when I was suffering a lot with insecurity and all that Mm -hmm. and when I had my suicidal thoughts it was it was a lot a lot of negative thinking about my life like I didn't I didn't like this I didn't like that Mm -hmm. So when I thought about all those negative things, when I started, you know, getting closer to God and when I started or when I started trying to renew my life in God, yeah. um, it got me a lot because I was focusing on the negative thoughts more than the positive. 
Okay, never mind. Not that part. So what I'm like, what I'm trying to get here is that like, there's no, there's no like, if I think about like the mind of Christ, I don't think of negative or positive thinking. I just think of just him being Jesus. Jesus is yes. like, he's just perfect. Mm-hmm. Like even like yes, he's not perfect, perfect, but God is perfect, and yeah. we know that in the mind of God, everything else is. Yes. perfect so mm-hmm. i think that's what i was trying to get to so every time like i thought of something negative yeah when i was when i was thinking about my suicidal thoughts mostly mm-hmm. that's talking about the the spiral of negative thoughts i i i was thinking of that and i was like okay maybe maybe i shouldn't think about that and that's what i said in the in the other episode where i was like i stopped when i was saying i want to die and i don't want to be here uh-huh. i stopped at that but I never did anything because I was thinking of my future because I didn't want to go beyond that and I didn't want to miss out on my future. So I stopped that spiral of negative thoughts by thinking Mm -hmm. of my future. Yes. So that was was really good. So that definitely, that spiral of negative, not that, the stopping the spiral of negative thoughts is, it's a really good question. So yeah. And I also think whenever, if you're confused about what's happening, in your mind, I don't know. Sometimes it can be confusing where it's all coming from or why you're feeling that emotion. Um, and so what I encourage you to do is grab a piece of paper and write down what you think is going on or the feeling that you're having. And then along with that, really start going into everything that makes you feel that way. So for example, if I'm feeling so overwhelmed and um, I'm going to like draw lines and write down everything that overwhelms me. So for example, if I write overwhelmed in the middle and then on the sides I put school work is overwhelming me or um, writing this essay or certain things like that, really get to the bottom of what is going on in your mind because if you don't really know, you are not gonna be able to pray about that and to hand that over to Jesus and start that process of stopping that spiral of negative thoughts. And so really start looking into what is that thought that is keeping you held captive. That is so good. That is amazing. That's incredible. Like that's, <laughs> that was really good. Uh, all right, so number seven, how do I clear my mind and focus on God? Um, well, we can do fasting is one way that we yeah. can really um, help. It can really help on um, clearing your mind and focusing on God because um, it's, it can be for any amount of time, um, but I would encourage you to pray about it. But this is something that is a good way to have God as your main focus. So you take out um, what has been, like, for example, social media. Or for me, I whenever I fast, I fast sugar because it's something that <laughs> I love so much. So I always fast sugar and then Netflix a lot. And so when you take out the things that you strongly rely on, for maybe it's comfort, maybe it's joy, maybe it's um, to feel, maybe it's the way you rest. Take that out for um, however long you feel God is um, calling you to. And then during that time, don't just take that stuff out, but really start reading your Bible and really have the thoughts of start getting what's in the Bible in your mind. And once you're done fasting, don't just go back to the way you um, used to do things. I really like to um, think of it as, or a lot of people say you got to have balance. I personally don't think that's a good thing. Um, I really think that God should be your top priority and everything else 
um, comes next. So it's like God, and then it's my family, and then it's, um, it goes, you know, it goes down the line from that. But um, that's just something after you're done fasting, really start making God the priority. And don't just make that week of fasting or however you long, uh, however long you fasted. Don't just leave it there. Keep it going and make that worth it. And also get to the root of the issue. Like the last thing, like the last question, um, what we were talking about, um, we can really start focusing on God when we get to the root of the issue that's causing us not to focus on him. That's so good. Um, I think that brought me back to camp as an experience where you were talking about how they, or when they were talking about, or actually no, when you were talking about not to go back to the way you were after fasting and that brought me back to camp, which you and I went to when yes. they were when a lot of youth gave their life to Christ that day. People renewed their life to. They knew that they wanted a new life in Jesus, basically. But what I'm trying to say here is that they, the the youth pastor, the youth pastor that was there preaching, which was Nate Shazlan, I think, and he was there and he was preaching and he said that, don't go back home or don't go back to your church and act the same way that you were before you gave your life to Jesus or renewed your life to Jesus was what I'm trying to say. And that, that got me a lot when I came back because something that, that happened to me when I when I came back from my first camp at Generation, which was the junior high winter camp, mm-hmm. disconnected, I thought I was going to totally like have a blast. I thought I was going to renew my life to Jesus that night. Yep. But that didn't happen. It mm-hmm. was just not – it wasn't the same there – it was just, it was just not not what I was expecting, so I didn't I didn't think much of it. So when I went to closer camp, I I was like, oh, it's probably gonna be the same. It's okay though, you know. Yeah. Although there's gonna be other camps and all that, but it was totally different. Like literally, yes. it was amazing. Every the first day, the first day it was a it was a nice service. <laughs> Everyone was drenched in like oh cor- in tears. Like it was. It was, awesome. it was amazing. It was amazing. Like, I was like, it was crazy. <laughs> when we went to group chats in our cabins, I was like, can you imagine what the last day is going to be like? Oh, <laughs> We're all, like, bawling, like, heading we, back Like, to the we cabin. all know the last day, like, the last day is the best day because that's when everyone yes. is bawling and all that. And everyone all has, like, like puffy eyes and, like, their nose is ready. Like, it was bad. It wasn't bad. It was good, though. Was but, good, like, but it, was it was amazing. So I, it was I incredible. It. And I think that's what made me the most because I was like, it was the first day and I was crying. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, when he said, like, don't go back home acting the same, that got me a lot because I was like, okay, I'm. it's not going to be easy to change the way you act, mm-hmm. but it's also not going to be hard to change the way you act. You have, yes. to, you have to think and change your mind to the mind of Christ so you mm-hmm. can be able to change the way you think, the way you talk, the way you have an attitude like you know all those you know negative things that you do in your life to positive things now so I think that's something that got me a lot when we went to camp definitely that's so funny that you say that too (laughs) that um whenever I came back from camp I was I was thinking that it was going to be the best summer ever I was going to have the best time ever and that didn't really happen (laughs) it was such a good summer it was great it was amazing it was an amazing camp yeah but I started to experience tension in my life and that's where this whole thing came from I started having a lot of insecurities and um I didn't really know what to do with them I was so confused um with myself um but here's the thing don't be surprised when you start taking control of your thoughts if you experience tension um if you're actively working on stopping toxic thoughts and you start to experience tension you're okay keep going because the enemy will do whatever he can to get into your head 
He will do whatever he can to steal, kill, and destroy you. And you have to decide, am I going to stop this or am I going to let the devil determine my worth? That's so good. And so that's something that I had to really, really like um, put my foot down on. And I kept on reading this one. This just came to my mind. Um, It was, I think it was in Genesis or it was in Ephesians, maybe. <laughs> I'm reading them both. That's but, me. Um, it was. It said, "Don't let the ha- don't let the devil have a foothold in your life," or something along the lines of that. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> like yeah. I feel like the devil does kind of have a foothold in my life because um, my thoughts are just. I just feel like they're so clouded, and I don't really know what's happening right now. But um, it's just amazing that the power of God that He can really set you free from um, whatever's happening. And if you are experiencing tension, keep on going. Yeah. Um, if you're actively pursuing Jesus and pursuing more for your um, life and relationship with Jesus, when you experience tension, keep going. It's okay. You got this. Yeah, <laughs> that's so good. Um, that was amazing. Um, question number eight is going to be the last question that we have today. And this is a question that I think a lot of us ask to pastors, to youth leaders and all that. It's, can God hear our thoughts and our mind? And this question got me a lot. Like, I had to think about it a lot. So, do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, yes. God knows our every single thought yeah. in our minds. And <laughs> this reminds me of when I was a little kid. I always used to be like, oh, he knows? And then I was like, <laughs> I don't know why it used to, like, it... I don't, it used to like freak me out. And then I was like, now I'm like, that is the coolest thing. For one, it keeps your thoughts in check. And secondly, you're like, he knows what I'm going through. You are not alone. And it's not, you know, God doesn't know what's happening in your life. You're not alone. He knows how you are feeling. And so that's something that's also really cool about serving Jesus is he knows how we're feeling. Yeah, that's so good. Um, when I was thinking about this, this is such like a question, a popular question that a lot of Christians have. Yes. Can God hear our thoughts? Can God hear our prayers? Can God answer prayers? Mm-hmm. And this is something that gets me a lot because I struggle with that question a lot of my life. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people do, too. Yes, definitely. Even pastors. Uh-huh. I'm sure pastors struggle with this question as well. But when I was reading this question, I was I saw that, or actually, not I saw, I thought about the, the word of God and I saw that. God already knew what you were going to be thinking before before anything. So yeah. God already knew how you were going to think. God already knew your thought. God already knew what you were going to say about that thought. How you and he already knew what you were going to do. Yeah. And he already knew what he was going to put in your mind for that thought. Like, yeah, you can control them. You can control those minds. But God's always going to be the reason why you got that thought in your head. Mm-hmm. And why he's basically testing you. That's, yes. that's what I'm trying to say. He's testing you to see what you're going to do with that thought. Uh So if you put a negative thought in your head, he's testing you to see what you're going to do. If you're going to go to him Mm -hmm. or you're just going to go to social media and ask other people instead of God what to do. So I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with is that, can God hear my voice? Can God Mm -hmm. hear, not my voice, sorry. Can God hear my thoughts? Can God hear my prayers? Mm And, and I think that's that's one thing that I struggled a lot with. And I still do. Yeah. To oh, be honest, too. I still do. Me too. And it's it's yeah. it's, struggle, it's struggling. Like, mm-hmm. it's struggling. No, that's <laughs> not a word. It's, it's hard. And 
And I think that's like something that gets me a lot. That when I when I think of that, I'm like, can God hear my thoughts? Can God is God is God putting these thoughts, or is it just me thinking yes. this? Like, am I overthinking <laughs> yeah. this, or just is it God? And and when I read the word, it it told me like God already knew what you're mm-hmm. gonna be thinking. God already put that in your head for a reason because at the end of that thought, you're gonna be totally okay because God's with you by your side. Yeah. So that's something that got me a lot. And I was I was really happy when I read that because I was like, okay, God's with me. Yes, I'm good. Nothing's gonna happen. That's so good. Yeah. yeah. So that was amazing. I'm so yes. glad. I'm so glad we did this. I'm so glad I invited you. Thank you so much for having me. Of on course. Here. We talked about some good questions. We talked about a great topic that a lot of people can understand. Most definitely. Um I was gonna ask you if you have any advice or a goal for somebody at the end of this week that they can go through if they have negative thoughts in their head and what they can do with it? Um, I would say a goal that you can have is to um, really experience freedom by the end of the week. Yeah, that's good. Start um, writing down the thing that you are struggling with. Write it down and start writing down what is affecting that. And our situation can't always change. And that's why I love the idea of God um, change me so that I can handle the situations you're walking th- me through. Yeah. And so, um, really start praying that over your life and really have a goal, um, of where you believe that God can lead you and make that a dream, make that something that seems impossible to you because God will exceed your expectations. And so, that's amazing. That is so good. So if you guys reach that goal, you can go ahead and either DM Claire, DM yes, me. Please. We will give you a shout out. On the, I'll give you a shout out on the next podcast, even oh, on my too. Instagram. Like I will totally like you know. Be, I'll be praying for everybody out there, like I do all the time. So I'm happy that I got to have you on this podcast. Thank you I so much. I can't wait for the next one. It's Same. gonna be amazing. Um, yeah. So I'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you so much, Claire, for coming on here. Thank you. And we'll see you guys next one. Bye. Bye.